Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to episode 12 of Power Players, powered by Radio.com. I'm your hostess, DMC, Danielle McCartan. With an Inside the Wubble special for you this time, as you know, to prevent COVID-19 from shutting down their leagues, many professional sports have adopted the bubble model. Since they are women playing in a bubble, the WNBA's environment has affectionately been called the Wubble. I talked with personnel from four of the 12 teams, the Dallas Wings, the LA Sparks, the New York Liberty, and the Washington Mystics, to take me behind the scenes and to talk about the Wubbles, advantages, disadvantages, food, and team bonding activities. You'll hear some of the biggest stars in the game talk about their must-pack items and what they're doing to mitigate the feelings of homesickness in the Wubble. Without any further ado, let's hear from the elected president of the WNBA Players Association, Neka Agumake, who is largely responsible for bringing the WNBA basketball back. Of course, in the safest way possible. Well, you know, I got to say, well, I wasn't sure up until I got on the plane. I'm not even going to lie, <laughs> because with how the world has been, um, what are we really sure of anymore? Uh, but I was sure of the process that we went through to ensure that whatever it was that was here in Florida for us was the best that it could be. Were there any other locations that you had explored? And I guess, could you just detail what the selection process was like to land at IMG? That, to be honest, is probably more of a question for the league. You know, we were presented with IMG um, as an option among other options. And I think that where we played really relied much more heavily on protocol than it did in terms of like player preference, I guess you could say. And then wherever we decided to Wherever we landed was where they were going to make the experience as best as possible while also keeping safety and health as a top priority. There was contingency plans as well, given that Bradenton may not have worked. And quite frankly, you know, that that was a part of the conversations as we were kind of nearing the date in which we were arriving because of the COVID cases rising. Um, but I, I will have to say that being here with the protocols in place, with the trust of all 144 players, I feel quite safe. <laughs> And off to the wobble they went, packing, obviously, only the essentials. There seems to be a common thread among many of the players. I'll let Alicia Gray from the Dallas Wings fill you in. 
I love that you just talked about video gaming because at the beginning of this quarantine, I went out and bought myself a PlayStation 4 with NBA 2K. Did you bring your controller and everything down there? Oh yeah, I got my Xbox. I got my uh, camera in case I want to stream. I got my headset. I got everything. <laughs> so I guess, have you been playing online only or versus any of the other women? And who has been the best competition so far that you've faced? Uh, I play normally in the 2K neighborhood with my brother and my boyfriend. That's that's my three I play with. And yeah. So far, the only WNBA players I've played with is Alexis Jones with the Atlanta Dream and AP, Area Power. So those are the only two I, I play with, and they're pretty good. I mean, me and AP, we battle it out all the time. I play AP the most. Me and Hubby have some battles, but I mostly just play in the 2K neighborhood, and it's, it's fun. And while she's hanging out in the neighborhood, Simone Augustus from the LA Sparks prefers a more old-school approach. In my gaming consoles, I spoke about it a little bit on my Instagram Live. My dad is like the Wish King, so he went on Wish and bought me a Nintendo that has about 620 games that's stored on it. So I'm like OG in it with the Mario, Mario 2, Mario 3 in the house all day. So this is very, you know, this is like my comfort zone here. I don't have to get out and about a lot, so I'm actually really relaxed. And when she's not gaming, Simone has another hobby in the Wubble. And when she's not gaming, Simone very well could be the fourth Ivy League player in WNBA history. Third, active. Harvard had like a free business school classes that I was taking. I downloaded, I don't know how many Harvard publishing reviews or whatever to read on. Wasn't that something to watch, Sparks fans? Hey, NECA, are there any Wubble book clubs that we can get in on? Yeah, so I don't know if we have any book clubs going, but I definitely did bring some books. I'm currently reading Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. And I have a few, I have actually brought the the Bhagavad Gita. And then I also have The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. We had to bring whatever we needed for this bubble. You know, you're not leaving it. So (laughs) we needed to come as well equipped. And books were certainly a thing for me. I'm sure Candice has or can tell you about the books that she brought. And maybe if we have enough people, then we can create a bubble. And as for Sparks, Taya Cooper? And I had to bring lip gloss. That was some must-haves. I had to have that. Anything else I could have bought while I was here. I think Rashonda Gray's must-have item, or at least one of them, is going to make her a lot of friends in the Wubble. So I brought my hair stuff, I brought my diamonds, like the bedazzle things, and I brought my books. I brought a couple of books to read. Video games, books, lip gloss. I got it. We all saw the social media posts of the horrific, seemingly inedible food that was served to the women in the first couple days of the bubble. How is it now, Mariah Jefferson? The food has definitely been a lot better now. You know, we have training tables, so what happens is you can come down at specific times and you'll kind of scan your ID and then you go through the line. Um, they've had really good food, steaks, chicken, vegetables, things that are pretty healthy for us. There's always a salad bar. Um, so you have that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then also you can order from like DoorDash, Uber Eats, or things like that. So you order from your phone, and they bring it to a cleansing table, you get it wiped down, and then they bring it to you. What would you say the, the best thing you've eaten there has been so far? We had a flank steak with, I think there was this coconut couscous with asparagus, and I really like that one. So that's probably been the best one. So you guys all eat together in like a cafeteria style, or you bring um, it? To- yeah, there is. So there's like a room, um, kind of where testing is, where there's about 15 or 20 tables that are kind of spread out. You can come down, get your food, you can take it back to your room, or you can eat outside or in the past. And then there was the day that Neka Agumake treated Sparks players and players from other teams to a very special meal. 
Well, first of all, I'm going to try to get more Chipotle. That was an amazing thing that Chipotle had set up and the ease of it was remarkable. So um, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to have some more themed Chipotle dinners. But Chelsea Gray, what if you wanted to cook for yourself? So that's been a little bit different, but not able to just run to the grocery store and get whatever you want and whatever you need. Um, takes a little bit of preparation and um, ordering all the things you need. But hopefully in a few days, I'll start cooking a lot of more, more of my meals. So that will, that will be a lot better to be able to control like what I'm able to put in my body and you know how it's made and things like that. Healthy meals, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isabel Harrison of the Dallas Wings knows where it's at. To keep me like my sweet tooth satisfied, I packed a whole bunch of Rice Krispie treats in my bag before I left. That was a necessity. And I got some Nutella cookie biscuits I got from Italy. Y'all, they're so good. So I packed that on too when I'm feeling like I need to pick me up. Do you have a roommate in your room with you? No, it's just me in the hotel room. Oh, good. So no one's going to steal your snacks. Exactly, because I can't have that. <laughs> I recommend pretzels with Nutella, by the way. Ooh, that sounds really good. From what I've gathered, the Wubble sounds more like a collegiate atmosphere. So who better to ask than the fifth overall pick in the 2020 WNBA draft, Wings Bella Allery, who, by the way, is fresh out of Princeton University. Could you compare this Wubble experience to almost like a collegiate preseason sort of atmosphere? Totally. Yeah, that's what I was thinking is being a rookie. We're coming out of college. I've never lived on my own in the real world. I've been on a college campus living in a dorm for four years. So this feels very similar to what I've been, you know, experiencing the past four years of college. But I think that's why um, my adjustment might not be as crazy coming from like living in like an adult life to here would be, I think, a little harder than than it is maybe as an adjustment for a rookie going from, from college to here. Or maybe not. Simone Augustus from the LA Sparks, who's in her 15th season, will explain. To be honest, I haven't had much of an adjustment. So what's happening in a wobble, like isolation, quarantine, that's me every day. Like I go to work, I come back, and I'm in my comfort zone. I'm in my space. All right. So it doesn't sound that bad. So what are some of the advantages and disadvantages of living life inside the Wubble? Over to you, Katie Lou. Samuelson, that is, from the Dallas Wings. Yes, I think an advantage is you definitely have more, you know, face-to-face time with your team and coaching staff where you can learn and do as much as you need to to feel like you need to be prepared, whether it's film, shooting, on-the-court practice, stuff like that you have access to kind of everything 24-7, so that's one thing that's helpful. It's definitely hard to, you know, just be here while you know the whole world's just kind of going back to normal slowly. Not yet. Hopefully everyone's still taking the right precautions, but it's weird to know that, you know, we're in a spot where we can't really leave, so getting used to that has been an adjustment, but understanding that, you know, we're here, we're locked in, we're ready to go. LA Sparks, Brittany Sykes. What is it like if, in fact, you did want to get shots up, let's just say, in the middle of the night? There, I, I believe there's availability in, um, in our facilities, like at, on the courts. They, they have times in between uh, our practice slots to where they clean the court. And I think there's, there's um, certain windows. I'm not sure on the specifics, but I do know a few people uh, on other teams um, that go in and, and can get shots up. So it's just a matter of asking, you know, and making sure that everything is clean and safe. Sounds simple enough. 
right, Sydney Weiss? So for me, I actually think that the bubble simplifies our lives. You, you sleep, you eat, you play basketball, you take care of yourself. There's really no distractions. Um, it's you go to where you need to go. Um, they take care of us. They make sure the courts are clean. Um, it, it runs on a very tight schedule because of all the teams practicing on the same courts. Um, they make sure everything is sanitized, clean, but you have to, you have to hold to those windows that you are on the court. And so you have to be efficient. There's no time to waste. Um, and then because of how quick the games are going to be happening, you have to take care of yourself. You have to make sure that you're sleeping, that you're eating right, knowing that balance of, okay, I'm going to go hang out with some friends. I'm going to go, you know, socialize a little bit, but maybe I should just stay in and maybe take a nap, go to sleep early. You know, we're each figuring that out. And so I, I love the bubble because it's simple. I mean, we're here to play basketball. We he we're here on purpose and with purpose. And so whatever that looks like for each person and for each team, that's what we're trying to accomplish. The one thing that I don't like is having access to like going to stores. We obviously can get things delivered to us and we, we, we have Amazon. We have so many apps that can deliver things to us, but I, I miss having the opportunity to actually be in stores or like if I want to go to Barnes and Noble and get a book, like I want to go and, and pick it out, but we have online shopping available. So I really can't complain. Like we, they've really done a great job taking care of us and making sure that if we do have questions or need anything, they're there to help us out. It also sounds like the Wobble has a fan in 13 year veteran Candace Parker from the LA Sparks, who is a very decorated WNBA player going through this like everybody else for the first time. I think she's got a typical LA answer to my question. For me at 34 years old to not have to get on a plane and fly home or fly to another place to play is a huge advantage just in terms of recovery. We'll get on a bus and we'll ride 20 minutes and we'll be back at our apartments and we can do recovery and we can get into a routine. Also, I live an hour from the practice facility in LA and an hour from Staples Center. So game days for me, cause I like sleeping in my own bed. I wake up early in the morning, I go to shoot around. It's an hour 15 drive to shoot around. And then I drive 40 minutes home. And then it's another hour back to the arena um, right before game time. So I spend a lot of my time sitting and commuting. And I, I don't know if that necessarily helped my back a lot. So I just think that we're all here and the focus is basketball. I mean, there's other things to do, but there's not a lot of other distractions as well. So I know for me, whether it's younger or older, we're, we're going to benefit from that aspect of it. But being surrounded by your teammates 24-7 is not the same as being surrounded by your friends and family. So what are some of the players doing to mitigate missing their friends and family while they're playing there in the wobble? To rookie Bella Allery, we go for this answer, who has something in common with her father, Mark. They were both drafted in the first round of their respective drafts. Bella at fifth overall in the 2020 WNBA draft, and her father, Mark, who was selected at 18th overall by the Denver Nuggets in the 1986 NBA draft. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really cool opportunity. I, I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible, given that this isn't exactly the rookie season I expected. But I think being surrounded by all the players in the league, having those people to like look up to every day, um, spending pretty much 24-7 with my teammates and stuff, it's helping me, you know, learn a lot really quickly. Um, and so I'm, I'm fortunate that I have, you know, teammates who are helping like teach me things about how to be a great pro, um, just, just all day. Um, so I think it's been a really special experience. 
something that that dad can't help you with what have you been relaying home to him <laughs> yeah i i try to facetime my parents you know as often as i can i, I do miss my family back home they're really important to me yeah. um but honestly just you know I'm really excited to be here. I think, you know, I'm picking things up as quickly as I can. I'm adjusting well, um, I think. So, you know, just, just relaying the good news and still reaching out for advice. I do think there are things that, you know, I have questions about and stuff. Um, just, just having those people, like my father and my mother, just to, to support me um, over FaceTime and stuff has been really special. And just one more question I had. Could you compare it to... I know, well, Princeton is not having a, a fall sports and no, I don't even think winter sports till January 1st, but. Over to Allery's rookie teammate, Satu Sabali, who was selected just a few ticks before her in the 2020 draft, also by the Dallas Wings at second overall. Sabali talks about the prioritization of speaking to those back home while still living in the wobble. You know, you have to pick your priorities. You need to know who you want to talk to and who is important in your life. And my family is the most important thing in my life. And, you know, I have a boyfriend too. So I just try to keep contact with them and I'm blending out outside noises, you know, what's going on with other people who come around because all of a sudden you're really interesting to talk to. That's just not going to happen for me. So really picking your priorities and knowing who you spend your time with. That's super important to me. And that always was, even in college. I've been gone for so long now. I really learned how to pick my time for certain people. Uh, never take anyone for granted that you love. And I think it's really important to always make sure how much you appreciate other people because oftentimes it gets unnoticed. And with a lot going on right now, you need to have conversations with your parents. You know, my grandma, for example, reached out to me and was like, I don't understand anything what's going on with Black Lives Matter. And I have to take the time out of my day and really have a long conversation with her because it was just important to me. So just those kind of things, I would say, those are important. While he can't enter the Wubble to watch his sister play, Neka Agumbawale got to spend some quality time with her brother, Dare, who is a running back for the nearby Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, well, me and my brother, we're never really in the same place at the same time anyway. So especially with my family, I'm always gone. So I'm doing the same type of communicating, just FaceTime on the phone. You know how I do that. It's not so far. I mean, you guys are what, maybe an hour, maybe 90 minutes away. Do you mm -hmm. have plans to see him? Is that allowed or not allowed? Yeah, that's not allowed. I'm in this bubble until the season's over. I did see him, though. I flew into Tampa. We all did. So I was able to see him for like five hours before I went in the bubble, which was nice because I haven't seen him in a couple months. And what'd you guys do in the, in the five hours? You can't really go too, too far. Yeah, no, we, uh, he picked me up. We went to the seafood spot out there that he said was delicious. We went to his house for a little bit. We went to the mall. So we, we got a whole day in, in like five hours. It was good. How about a special guest request from Megan Gustafsson, their teammate on the Dallas Wings? You know, it's, it's one thing to be separated from your family. And it's another thing to be separated from your pet. And because you could talk to your family, but you can't really talk to your pet. And I know that when I studied abroad. How have you stayed connected to your corgi pancake? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's really hard. It's tough. I wanted to bring her, but we couldn't. But yeah, it's just, it's hard, especially FaceTime. Dogs really don't get the concept of FaceTime. Um, they hear you, but they don't really look at the screen. And so that's been very difficult. But, you know, I just got to keep talking to her. And, you know, I've been using social media too to kind of keep close to her. So that's been fun. They wouldn't let you bring her, huh? Did you ask? Did you try? I did. I did. <laughs> and while pets might not be exactly allowed in the Wubble, 
WNBA Players Union President Neka Agumake made sure that in moving all of these women to the Wubble, that a very special, and in some cases necessary, family member was able to travel with them. Moms were certainly a priority for us as we, we were negotiating not just the CBA, but also what this season could look like. Um, it's so nice to be able to see moms bring their kids in a situation like this. I feel as though it's a bit gratifying. It feels as though as an EC in a union and a league, we did the job that we could to ensure that this was a good place to be able to have your kids with you. You'll have the support that you need. Um, obviously, Candace has Layla here, so um, and it's weird. Layla's like a preteen now, so it's not like the Layla we're used to. Candace was actually just talking to me about how much more secure she feels in Layla being able to kind of go around campus, not just because of her age, but also because we're in a bubble and she knows everybody in the bubble. So that fear parents naturally have of other people has been dispelled with the bubble. So it, it's, it was nice to hear that. And it's nice to see all of the moms out here with their kids feeling comfortable and feeling, you know, kind of home away from home right now. So when they're not actually playing basketball in in-game situations, and in practice situations, what else are the WNBA players doing, NECA? Um, but right now, you know, as, as a union and as the league kind of navigates this bubble, we're constantly surveying players and asking questions and, and a part of conversations between the league to, to create a more um, home experience, a more pleasant experience, a more exciting experience and a more influential experience for players here. Um, obviously, when it comes to social justice, players have a lot of say in that and the communication around that has been remarkable. Um, outside of that, I know the league, they have certain responsibilities while we're in the bubble, but then also work in um, different aspects that can truly enhance um, our time here. That of which we just got notified that the driving range is available. So you can kind of go to the golf course and um, re reserve a spot. There's yoga classes now that are available. And when I say this, I just want to be very clear. They're all slots that are specific to WNBA players. So it will only be WNBA players there. Whether you want to golf, whether you want to have yoga on Sunday, we're having um, a kickoff season cookout. Uh, so that'll be nice as well. IMG is putting together a nice little kind of barbecue cookout for us. Um, and amongst that, you know, we're going to continue to be in conversations around other experiences that we can curate to, you know, make this really fun for the players. And what about bonding over a meal? The Dallas Wings certainly have, and Kayla Thornton's going to tell you how. Kind of like a Taco Tuesday night at some of our players' uh, apartments that are staying in the lounge and just having some game nights and stuff like that. And that seems to be a universal concept even for the LA Sparks. Shonda Gray, take it away. I like to cook. Um, I cooked last night and I brought like a girls who lived in a hotel who stayed in a hotel i brought them plates and stuff like that just to give them like a home cooked meal not only that like i was you know teammates on the court is good but i feel like the chemistry outside the court makes the the on the court chemistry even better so we've just been trying to focus on that obviously one of the main impactors of chemistry on the court is the fans in attendance it's the atmosphere of the game Elena Coates from the Washington Mystics will tell you what it's like to play without the fans. It's not the same without the fans. It sucks for them just as much as it sucks for us that we can't play there. What's something that you maybe, if you if they came to you and asked for a suggestion, what would you suggest 
honestly, if you could get like if we could get crowd noise in there, that definitely would be like another situation. But the person who's pressing the button, they gotta be able like when the momentum's going, you gotta press it on time. You can't be late with it. But I feel like crowd noise definitely would be something that would be really good. From east coast of Washington to the west coast of LA, the sentiment is the same. Brittany Sykes explains how. It gives you a more intimate feel of the game without fans. You're you're just playing against, you know, the other team and you can hear everything between trash talk and, and scheme. And then, you know, there's the element that you're missing. Who wouldn't want to play in front of LA fans, you know, and, and have a, a home crowd like that. So, you know, I'm gonna miss it, but at the same time, uh, you know, what has to be done had to be done. And if in order for us to continue to play that we have to make a sacrifice of no fans to keep everybody safe, then so be it. And players aren't the only ones adjusting to this life in the wobble. You'd have to think that the coaches with a slimmed down staff are feeling the effects of moving to Florida as well. Brian Agler, who is head coach of the Dallas Wings, really takes us inside of what it is to be a coach in the wobble. We've got really good facilities uh, in Arlington, you know, with UTA, our ownership provides everything that we need. Uh, but honestly, Danielle, I've been extremely impressed with um, the IMG Academy. I've been extremely impressed with how the WNBA has put this all together on short notice. Um, everybody here works. We're going through a, a day and time where, you know, very few living have ever gone through a pandemic like this and all the protocol and the precautions we have to take on a daily basis, almost on an hourly basis. Um, so I, I, my, I tip my hat to them because I shake my head in regards to, Hey, they're, they're doing everything they can. And the IMG Academy, they've really embraced this and they're going out of their way to do it. Um, you know, the one difference might be, you know, we don't have multiple courts to practice on. We have the one court, but most teams, you know, I've, I've been in a lot of different uh, organizations in this league, and most teams have one court to practice on. So the only difference is that we don't, you know, really have our own apartment or home to go to after practice, and we don't wake up in our own beds. It's just to me like a really long road trip. We're in a hotel. Uh, some people are in lodges or in a condo somewhere, but um, I don't see a whole lot of difference from my needs as a coach helping our team improve as as a group of people. Do you feel like you have the access, like to to video review materials and stuff, in the same way that you, you know? Have? Yeah, I went out and purchased an iPad uh, before I came down to okay. help. You know, our staffs are smaller. Obviously, we don't have the number of people. Uh, working with us, I would say that was is probably a big difference. Um, so I went out and purchased an iPad and we video our practices or parts of our practices with that. And then I can take it back and we can review it. We cut it up and then we show it to our team. So, you know, uh, Seth, who is our, our social media individual with the wings, he does that for us. So all of our staff sort of have to take on more responsibility. You know, we, we were limited to eight people uh, on staff that could come with the team. And that includes everybody on the business side and also on the basketball side. So um, we may be a tad bit understaffed, but, you know, I just feel fortunate that we're having an opportunity to play. 
Uh, I love to experience new things. And this is obviously a new thing. Our team sort of embracing that. We've been treated great, uh, but we just have sort of have to, you know, be a total team effort here. We have to do a little bit more than maybe what we're used to on a daily basis. So what's the transition been like for you, Mike Tebow, who is the coach of the Washington Mystics, by the way? Um, I mean, I think we've been okay. I mean, I'm spoiled, you know, when I'm at home, the walking in my own office, which is in our own practice facility, which is in our own arena. So uh, that's a little bit different, but I'm getting my walking steps in walking around the campus. So uh, it's probably healthier for me to be here actually. Um, the, uh, you know, day to day, I mean, we've been able to meet. Okay. You don't have necessarily, um, an office set up the same where you have all your computers and TVs and whiteboards and all that in one place, but we've been able to make do with that. I mean, we have a team room that we've, we've set up into our own weight room, but it has a TV and a whiteboard and meeting room if we want to do that, or if we want to meet there as coaches, um, I have no complaints with, you know, our preparation set up. We knew it was going to be a little bit different, but, you know, I think part of, you know, uh, the coaching profession is to be adaptable. And um, I think it's been okay. And we'll let Neko Gumake, who had such a huge part in putting this whole experience together, close it out for us. It, it was a journey to get to this point, and it still is. Um, not only do I have a sense of pride, um, more so gratification or gratitude and seeing, you know, what we have been discussing for so long manifest right before our eyes as we entered this bubble and, and we all arrived to Florida. But also there's a level of connection that I now have with the players that I haven't had before, even coming out of a CBA. And it continues to grow because I'm within arm's length from every player that brings up a concern, has a question, needs help. Um, and, and most, most especially my executive committee, obviously we're not meeting all the time, but to know that these people that I, I've developed such a close relationship with are just right around the corner certainly helps, especially through our shared experience with all being here in the bubble. Thanks for tuning in to episode 13 of Power Players, powered by Radio.com. I'm your host, Sis Danielle McCartan. Give me a follow on Twitter at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N and Facebook.com slash Coach McCartan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.